a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Start off with a quick little update in my life. You guys, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen, I ordered the mac and cheese, and then they told me it was delivered, and guess what? It didn't fucking come. Lily, who cares? <laughs> How dare you? No, actually, it was hilarious. We were having, um, basically, this all transpired while other stuff might have been going on, and I, I texted Jesse. I was like, I have one more important thing to discuss, and she was like, what? And I was like, Mind you, I'm like anxiety ridden. I'm like going through it. It was a hard day. Lily's like, oh, there's one more thing. I'm like, oh my God, what now? This bitch tells me her fucking mac and cheese hasn't shown up. I'm like, I do She's like, not Lily, this is not a time to be joking. And I was like, who is joking, Jesse? It's not all about you. Honestly, that is annoying. Leave it to Walmart to say it's delivered and it's not. I've never ordered something from Walmart online, so I didn't know if this is like a normal thing. Is it in the comments? Please let me know because I'm livid. What is normal, at least in my town, is like if you order Walmart pickup, best of luck to you, my friend. Like they will not come out to your car. Like you just say like, I'm here. And then if they do come to your car, they're substituting like if you wanted mustard, they're giving you like a jump rope. Like it's really oh fucking off. You're just Well, confused. I mean, honestly, I was expecting to get it and have it be like fucking Paw Patrol mac and cheese or something. That at least would have been a little more understandable. But do not tell me it was delivered. And then when I click the like, oh, you didn't get your package and you click to see like what you should do next. One of the suggestions was look around. And I asked Lily, I'm like, well, did you? Yes, twice. They're like, have you checked your mailbox? Someone asked me that and I was like, yes, I checked the fucking mailbox. I ordered three boxes, I didn't see them. So what, did you get a refund? What's your status? Well, it said to wait two days and then you follow up. So it's been two days now and I'm gonna follow up as soon as we're done filming this. It's my top priority. <sighs> I'm really sorry for you. I'm so mad because it's not even like I was being lazy and like, oh, I ordered online so I didn't have to go to a store. I did that, but that's because no store in the greater Los Angeles area has it. I will check my local Walmart for you. And if it's there, I'll, I'll ship you some. Would you? I would, if I found it, of course. Oh, that, that would be so great. <laughs> But anyway, now that that's settled, because it's really important that we had that conversation, we do have other topics for you. Well, actually, one of the topics is one that's been circling for a while. It's been like on our Reddit. It's been like just suggested, I feel like week after week after week, ever since this Sam and Colby video came out. And I know nothing about this. So Lily's taking the wheel on this because she says she's well versed in it. All I know, which Lily literally just told me about five minutes ago, is that Sam and Colby, because I had no idea who these people were, are YouTubers, obviously, but they're the ones that did the prank with Sam Pepper, which first of all, already a red flag, but they did the prank where one of them pretended to get kidnapped and like literally faked dying. Like, oh, sick prank, bro. What the fuck? Which honestly plays in a lot to what we're going to talk about because there's a lot of speculation even with that one on whether they were both in on it and it was like a prank more on their audience. Yeah, because the other one was like distraught. That, yeah. And he was crying a lot. So it's like, if he did know, he's a really good actor. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's the exact same one that has a very, very emotional reaction in the video we're going to talk about. Oh my God, that's so interesting. So it might just be like a prank YouTuber that just so happens to be kind of slay at acting. Love that. Yeah, like very good emotional, like just distraught crying. Okay, well, do you want to start with that one since, you know? It's kind of long. Um, do we want to maybe start with the shorter ones? Sure, we could do Jeffree Star first if you want. You want to do that? Sure. So for our first topic, we're going to cover Jeffree Star. And it's not going to be like how we usually cover him because usually it's like, oh my God, he said something fucking horrible or I don't know, just 
problematic. It's stuff that he's made public. Yeah, but this is not. And it's actually quite strange and even a little troubling, maybe. I don't know. So we're just going to watch basically a series of TikToks that was uploaded by someone who claimed that they were going to Jeffree Star's house to do epoxy floors for him. So epoxy flooring, if you don't know, it's like that liquid that it's like resin, like it dries hard and, you know, you know, right? I'm just loving that you're like an epoxy expert after the fucking mine lady. <laughs> All the construction concerns last episode. I guess I'm just fascinated by epoxy in general. And I've seen a lot of epoxy flooring, especially like salons, like when people buy salons and stuff, they'll do epoxy flooring because it's a cheaper alternative. And it's cool. You could do different swirls and whatnot. It's supposedly easy to clean. It withstands a lot of stuff. So I think it's interesting. A lot of people do it to their countertops as well, like a fake marble. <laughs> Why do you know so much about <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but this guy went to go do the epoxy floors for Jeffree Star and he, I guess you could say like vlogged it. I don't even know what the hell this is, but it's like a series of TikToks. So we'll watch those and then yeah, we'll- He basically, he documented his journey. Yeah, and a journey it was. So <clears throat> the guy showed, one of the things he posted shows it's like a, I think that's Snapchat, isn't it? No. Um, oh, they yeah, posted it Snapchat. It says, didn't get to shower this morning. That fool. Oh, I thought that's what's like. Okay. Fool. <laughs> wanted to watch me shower. Hell not. Nah. Move around. Ha. Huh. I don't understand how he's talking, but. I don't under, yeah. Then he posts one that he has a joint hanging out of his... Well, first of all, the last one was weird. He's, like, literally filming the bathroom and, like, filming all of Jeffrey's stuff. Well, he's filming from the moment he even enters, like, I guess through the garage. Yeah. Like, he's just, like... It doesn't even show anything. It's just, like, him awkwardly with his camera probably trying to Like, kind of just, like, trying to get proof that he was there. Then he has a joint hanging out of his mouth in this one and says, Celebrity stuff is fake. I'm still gonna try and sell that fucker a floor. Believe in God. This guy's a fucking weirdo, dude. Bye. This guy's a fucking weirdo, man. Believe Yo, believe in God. This guy's a fucking weirdo. For people that are just listening, what just happened was that he's definitely in Jeffree Star's house. Like that is Jeffree Star's house. You see the dog, you see him just walking around and being weird. And then at the end, it's just Jeffree like with his phone covering his face. And then he's just saying what a weirdo Jeffree is. And Jeffree like swats away the phone. I don't know if he like hits him or what, but he definitely like is like, get the fuck out of my face basically. And then the guy's saying to believe in God. I'm not really sure. Now we're onto him leaving the property and it looks like he's just like walking. Like it looks like Jeffree's property is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. No, it definitely So I'm confused is. why this guy is walking. Like, how did he get there? I think he explains that. From what I understand, I think Jeffrey flew him out. And I think he, like, arranged for him to come and, and got, like, an Uber or something there. Something got along it, those lines. It. That's what people are saying. I'm not 100% sure. It makes sense that because he doesn't seem to have a car with him. Right. He's, like, most definitely stranded at this point. Like, he's, like, stressed and saying, like, well, I guess I get an Uber or just start walking. That's some fake ass shit. This is a nice view though. So now, I guess I gotta get a fucking Uber. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Best of luck, sir. Don't do business with fucking fake ass celebrity millionaires. I won't. <laughs> it's very pretty. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Now I'm walking. Not the hitchhiking vlog and photos. <laughs> right? What? And then his toes are just in water? Where am I? I'm going to the airport. Okay. Fuck this shit. Okay. Where's the weed at?
So I'm usually all for like, yeah, fuck Jeffree Star, but this seems like a very invasive, weird thing from this man. Absolutely. So there's a couple things that not only did people know, but I also noted myself. He came out of state. He flew there. Wouldn't he need materials? That was exactly what I was going to say. You have, you don't even have a fucking toolbox, motherfucker. Like you have nothing. Like where's the epoxy at? That's very, very strange. But at the same time, it's like, I guess Jeffrey's rich enough that he could fly someone out just to give him a quote. If that's what he was trying to do, like just get a quote. But then why are you showering? Hello? I'm so confused. When why would you stay there? Well, that's the thing. So what people are thinking is that this wasn't no epoxy agreement. This was a <laughs> agreement. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, because honestly, do you remember even from one of um, Shane's videos when he went and visited him? Like him and Rylan stay at a hotel. They don't even stay with him. <laughs> really? So why would he invite this random epoxy floor man to stay with him? Well, okay. So a lot of people had speculations, right? Now a new video came out that Lily had just sent me and we both have not finished watching this where he elaborates on how this all came to be. And it uh, clears up some stuff. Regardless, it's super weird. And yes, I don't like Jeffree Star as a human being, but this is fucked. Like you don't go into. Well, I don't think anyone deserves to have their privacy absolutely completely compromised and like broadcast to your followers. That's weird. People were noting though that um, he was just recently on live stream when Eugenia actually was visiting him. That he has security. That they will like fuck people up. And people were like, "Where are they? Like, why did you have to swat this strange man away? Yeah, like it's just like he brags about being so like locked down and security's everywhere." he's whatever but where are they that's weird well and also what i didn't really understand and didn't know if i was like missing something that the floor guy keeps saying everything's fake but like what did he show like he was showing his the inside of a very nice home he gave no fucking context i don't know if he means like his intentions like jeffree star's intentions are fake or what but it's like yeah he definitely not a great storyteller. He made it sound kind of like it was like all a facade and that Jeffrey's not really rich. And it's like, well, it seems like you're walking out of yeah. a giant Unless you're showing me some so fucking Truman show shit where everything's like just a set. A backdrop like, or something. Yeah. yeah. He's rich and he, he lives on a yak farm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty much all I knew anyway. So. Like four months ago, I DM'd about 15 celebrities. The only reason he made the roster is because I had this pink color that I wanted to use. And I was like, who the hell is going to buy this? I was like, man, that dude's got a nice garage. And McLaren look a lot better on a nice floor. You know, so why not? And so I sent out these messages and he ends up replying like two months later. And then he said, show me some examples, Big Daddy. I like, I'm gonna send my samples. Then I did. So in case you couldn't make that out, because wow, a mumbler for sure. He doesn't open his mouth at all. When Very, he talks. Yeah, it's, it's like ventriloquism. Yeah. But basically <laughs> what he's saying, we have to translate it every few sentences, is that he had this unique pink color of epoxy that he wanted to sell. And like Lily said, he wanted to sell it to celebrities. And so he reached out to Jeffree Star because he thought Jeffree Star would like that. And then two months later, Jeffree Star responds with saying, well, show me some examples, big daddy. And then he's like, and then I said, all right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Did he say Big Daddy? I almost thought I heard Big Dick. (laughs) Whichever one. It's not great. Neither would surprise me. (laughs) No, like, show me some examples, Big Dick. That doesn't even make sense. No, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. He said Big Daddy. So already it's like, if you're just like strictly epoxy professional, you know, like you're trying to keep it profesh, keep the business side, you know, you don't respond to that. You're like, okay, well, sir, I'm not your father. Like, please, if you would like this floor, please contact me further. But I am not. But alas, that is not what he did. Nope. In another floor that I thought he would like. So I sent it to him. He opened it. And I'm not going to say what he said, but it was going good from there. You know, like, what would you do? Makes $200 million a year. I don't give a do. I'm going to go sell the floor. But after the DMs, we're talking, we're talking, whatever bullshit. I'll be real with you. I played it. Don't hit the player. Hit the game, dude. Like, if someone hits you up, celebrity, of course you're going to ride with it get mad at for going to do okay pause because he didn't hit you up you hit him up that you responded to him being like sexual what he's trying to say and doing a very bad job at it is like if a celebrity gives you the time of day like if a celebrity you know responds to you you're gonna go for it but it's like no you're not like i have not given the time of day to a lot of celebrities like especially though like the fact that he's reaching out for business unless he thinks like jeffree star is hot and like loki wanted to hook up with him anyway like i don't understand how you would just allow that conversation to take that turn from like hey i've got this pink epoxy to like can i suck your dick well and then to see how things like turn 
inspired what he's like calling him a creep and that I don't know about the whole shower thing because he wasn't really clear about that but obviously you can revoke consent at any time but it's like you really just went into this situation and then were surprised when the situation continued you can absolutely revoke consent at any point in time but I think the bigger point is like he painted it at first before he explained everything very much as like I went there for business and Jeffrey Star's a fucking creep and that is not but what this happened. has never just been a strictly business thing it seems like and that he tried to use Jeffrey being interested potentially to then make money off of it. Yeah, I could totally see him taking Jeffrey's advances as like, fuck it, I'll deal with that so I can sell him the floor type of thing. But that's like really fucked up and you just don't, I don't know. All of it's weird. We're going to do something by myself. You know, worried about me going by myself too. Like I'm a grown ass man. I can walk into any room. I can do what I want to. So we're DMing, whatever. Fucking it's going good. And then he gives me his number. I text him. And we're just chopping it up. We ended up FaceTiming a few times. It was going good. He was like, I feel like- Okay, you FaceTimed a few times? Just to see the garage floors. Literally <laughs> what? I feel like I've already met you and you're super cool and all this shit. It was going good. I mean, he seemed pretty chill at first too. You know? For those of y'all that are so freaking interested in shit, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing this. Yeah, it was going good. We're FaceTiming. Like, he would FaceTime me like- Three to four times a day. What? You know, if someone wants to FaceTime me, I'm gonna answer it because they obviously want to talk to me. So why the? I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. It's like if you see a call or a FaceTime, you're gonna always pick it up because that person wants to talk. No, what no, the fuck? That's wrong. I do not subscribe to that. I do whatever the opposite of that is. Like I almost never fucking answer. What? Like, and it's a person you don't even know and that you're trying to do business with. And also, I like how he started with like we FaceTimed a few times, and then all of a sudden it's like he was FaceTiming me three to four times a day. We were best friends. Oh, that progressed quickly. You want to talk to me? So why the night? Answer the FaceTime. He was just like call me in the morning and then call me there at work and then call me at nighttime. It was weird too. I know. I don't get it either. I don't know why he picked me. Are, is he kidding? I think you picked each other, my friend. Yeah, what are you talking about? And then one day we FaceTime for like 30 minutes, just chopping it up. And he offers to fly me out. He's like, don't make it weird, but I want to offer to fly you out. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, why not? Like, hell yeah, I'm down for go see Wyoming. I've never been there. You're homie. Go see my homie? Yeah, he's your homie and you're his big daddy. Like, you knew that's not how this works. Come on. The way that he presents himself in the first thing is literally that he's just a floor guy that went to Jeffrey's house once. Well, that's why people were so confused at the series of events. But now what he's trying to do is completely downplay it and be like, well, Jeffrey was just my buddy. Like, he called you big daddy. From what you insinuated, you guys did something or whatever. Because he's like, well, we did some so I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm not going to say on. what he said, but... Yeah, like, you knew he was sexually interested in you at the very least. Like to paint it as you had no idea, but then you're also just explaining how you absolutely had an idea is just disingenuous. Like, again, we're not saying you can't revoke consent or interest when you meet someone in person. That's completely different. But you're acting like- This was like a straight up like predator situation that he like preyed on you when you were just a random worker at his house. And yes. that definitely does not seem like the case at all. And so I got the plane ticket, got my shit ready. My girl took me to the airport. Oh. How did oh. she feel about you FaceTiming oh. Jeffrey three to four times a day? Honestly, that was uh, <laughs> that was quite the twist. I didn't see that one coming. And uh, I flew to Houston. Then I went to Denver. And then he picked me up at the Casper airport. He picked me up in the Hummer. He had like a gun right here. It's pretty, it's pretty cool looking gun. So we're in the Hummer. We're just driving, just chopping it up. You know, it was going good. He's, he like wanted to take me to his photo shoot in Los Angeles on that Wednesday because I flew there on Monday. And yeah, we're just chopping it up. My first impression of him, I was like, it looks like a, he was smaller than I thought he was. And he looks like a, like an albino salamander or something, dude, it's weird. <laughs> He's like. I, like, I hate this because I don't want to defend Jeffree Star, but. <laughs> This is the weirdest shit I've ever, like, I didn't expect that at all. I'm sorry, I'm really over it. Like, I did not, I didn't know he was, I was, I was gonna say like, alien, <laughs> a <bio> salamander. <laughs>
<laughs> what the fuck? Oh, God, that was good. Um, Okay, wait. Wait, okay, there's so much to unpack here. So let me just get this straight, sir. So your girlfriend drops you off at the airport to someone who referred to you as Big Daddy. Obviously, this is not about the epoxy floors because you're saying he just flew you out to like be friends because he also wanted to fly you out to his photo shoot on Wednesday, allegedly. So this straight man, allegedly, or bisexual, whatever, he has a girlfriend, so we don't know his sexuality, but he goes to visit a gay man who notoriously goes after straight men. That's like his thing. And he's been very public about that in the past. And you think you're just gonna go play patty cake with him? And he knows his like you? Like, yeah, he's like, we're just chopping it up. What's the first one? What, the what fuck? does that mean does that exactly? Mean? I know, I'm like, I'm not familiar with the term. If you actually think back to the epoxy thing and like how people even realize he was an epoxy floor person, he was using it as the hashtag on his uh, videos. And then now, even when he started this, it was very much like I was trying to sell him flooring. So like he just put in little nuggets of like, I'm just a worker here. He didn't say that, but that's very much how he was trying to document it. Well, he literally says, don't hate the player, hate the game because he like insinuated he was playing along with the advances so he could do the flooring. But it seems like the flooring wasn't really a priority. And at the same time, it's like, I don't hate the player at all. You're the one that got like stranded. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just, I don't know what your intentions were, but you got fucked figuratively. I don't think he actually got Oh fucked. my God, stop it, Lily. <laughs> but somehow he continues to go on. Honestly, it really is giving ventriloquist and it's freaking me out. Like his mouth does not move when he speaks. But first, I want to get my intentions across. My intentions were this dude's hitting me up. I sell floors. It's going to be good for my company. Who else wouldn't do it, you know? Oh. My main goal was to get there, get the freaking job, bid, and then make it happen, get the wheels turning. And I was just going to, the first picture I ever posted was going to be me doing the store. You know? We were really talking about it. And you can say no, but why would I lie? I could think of like 12 reasons you might lie. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, I mean, really? Do you want us to answer that? Because again, where was the floor? Where was all of the stuff you need to do the floors? Is he just gonna like buy it? and supply it to you? No, here's the thing. I'm telling you, he's going for, I was just trying to sell the floor. Oh, so this was just a quote. This was like a consultation. It was just a quote. Visit. Something he could have done over those many, many FaceTime calls, I'm sure, but. That's what I hustled for. Trying to make it happen and it was happening. So my intentions were, cause I'll be honest with you, I was playing that shit. Like, but I was doing it for my own safety too, you know? Like, you gotta play that. You were doing it for your safety? Because it seems like you didn't <laughs> really think about your safety in this situation. He literally keeps just contradicting himself. That shit's safe from a distance. Is that why you went there? <laughs> Basically, my intentions were to do the floor. And if he wanted to do what I thought he wanted to do, I was just gonna be like, well, I'm not doing it for free. I'm gonna need at least a Hellcat. Get my up, like, hell out. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. This is just. Is he, he basically saying now that he wanted to prostitute himself? That is not the turn that I expected. Is your girlfriend watching this? This is so foul. Not only was he willing to fuck Jeffrey for the floor to be able to do the floor, but that wasn't enough. He would need to be paid on top of it, apparently. Jesus. Again. Not a fan of Jeffrey, but I just feel like this is really, really just on a human level, not right. Like this is, oh, it does not sit right with my soul. Like you weren't trying to take advantage of him by like being nice to him. You were trying to take advantage of him in every way. It's by baiting him. Like it's literally just yeah. being like, okay, I'll flirt with you or I'll give you false hope or whatever. And I'm not going to sleep with you unless you fucking pay me. Like on top of the epoxy, again, yeah, you're prostituting yourself, which like I have nothing against sex workers, but this is a little bit much even for me i'm like what the but fuck? then do you don't get to then villainize him afterwards right and be like, like freak fucking dark yeah you god it's like does he like i feel like you might i don't know not even for like ten thousand <gasps> we'll get to that later if the moment came to it that's what i, I was never i never had my intentions of flying there and put my in this dude's butt yo playing with me dude i don't even like the smell of my own ass and y'all talk about 15 seconds of fame. I don't give a, I don't give a crap, dude. Like, I'd rather have a 15 second nut than a 15 seconds of fame. Y'all telling me that that's all I want. But look, you're the ones that sat there and plastered me all over YouTube. What is happening? So he's like dismissing people for saying that he like went there because he wanted to fuck him. And it's like, no, no, no. I didn't want to fuck him because I wanted to. I wanted to for money. Uh, 
Wait, I'm fucking dead, bro. He said like his defense for not wanting to fuck Jeffree Star is like, I don't even like the smell of my own ass. <laughs> okay, that doesn't prove anything, sir. What are the comments even saying? I'm just, where was this posted? I have so many questions. Oh my God, all the comments are about the albino salamander comment. Honestly, I understand because that got me too. In my opinion, it's way beyond just a professional relationship when you're FaceTiming multiple times a day. I love also, he's like, just like in the morning and in the afternoon and at night. Yeah, there's just no way. And I mean, I feel like he even acknowledges it at this point that he did not know the situation he was going into, which is, again, a gay man is interested in being sexual with you or intimate with you. Like you knew that. And in my opinion, he planned on exploiting him to either if that did happen, he wanted to exploit him like for that to happen. Or if it didn't happen and then he didn't want to buy the floor, which seems like it's what happened, then you were going to exploit him as well. Like for whatever the fuck this And exploit, is. I think is a kind word. I feel like borderline extort is what he was going to do. Honestly, yeah, it's bizarre. I also feel like Jeffrey needs to be careful. Like, I feel like especially if he doesn't have the security he kind of boasts about, like, this is just not something you should have ever had. You don't know this man. Like, this is someone that could come and hurt you just because you for didn't sure, give them sure. what they wanted. I guess I just feel like this is like the really, really sad result of social media sometimes where people just do the most nasty fucking vile shit just to either be like, gotcha, idiot, or like, I don't know, like, this is like, I don't know what he thinks he did with this. He's trying to paint it as him being like blindsided and taken advantage of. But then every other sentence he sprinkles in a reason why that is absolutely not what happened. For sure. Yeah. Oh, P.S. I guess this was um, sped up. I figured. Which makes me wonder how slow was he talking in the original video? I figured because the voice did not match. But it was kind of funny that his voice was at the awkward pitch. Like I was kind of confused by that. I will say if he thought this was going to help his business in any way, shape or form, honey, I have news for you it will not and the fact that yes, like again. you proved yourself as such a weird invasive exploitative person like nobody's gonna get their epoxy floors done by you like i think that's i never understand when people like this trying you like their defense is something that's like worse than what they're defending themselves from i'm like wait you want everyone to be like oh i get it you just did it for money yeah yeah i don't know what he expected people to say but anyone with a sound mind watching this is just like so you're horrible. What? Like, and yeah. if we're saying that in defense of Jeffree Star, you must be pretty bad, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's not where I thought the story was going. Me neither. But like, he got worse and worse with every sentence. I am in defense of Jeffree Star in this very rare one-off situation. Same. But before we go any further, we do have a word from our sponsor, ZocDoc. Yes. Once again, ZocDoc sponsors this podcast and we're so grateful for you. If you guys do not know what ZocDoc is, shame on you. First of all, ZocDoc is a free app where you could find amazing doctors and book appointments online. So basically you can search for these doctors by putting in your insurance, what specialty you need, their schedules are all listed out and they have patient reviews and you can find the one that's perfect for you. It's already hard enough to find a doctor near you, but then you call them, you talk to the receptionist, you're like, period, this is gonna work out. And then you realize they don't take your insurance. And that is where ZocDoc comes in because you can filter everything out and make sure that the people you are booking with are going to take your insurance. And a lot of them are available within just 24 to 72 hours, which is insane. Yeah, basically you get all the I's dotted, all your T's crossed, and you don't even have to talk to anyone on the phone. So if you guys wanna try out ZocDoc for yourself, you can go to ZocDoc.com DWKT and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then you can find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash DWKT, ZocDoc.com slash DWKT. Yes, and thank you so much once again to ZocDoc for being an amazing sponsor of this podcast. That was um, a bit of a horror story on its own, but shall we move to another one that's actually in the horror genre? Yeah, so I don't know, again, anything other than that one horrible prank that they pulled, but I have been hearing people talking about this a lot. And the overwhelming sentiment is like, the drama is that they're faking this. And I'm just wondering, why is everyone surprised? Aren't these people, do they not fake all their content? I don't know anything about them other than that. First, before we really dive into it, shall we get our beliefs on the paranormal out in the open? Oh, controversial. I like it. Skeptic or believer? Honestly, I would say I'm a believer. I think that I can be like healthily skeptic. Like I'm not gonna watch someone like a psychic or watch some video that looks like something's haunted and like see a dust particle and be like, ah, 
oh, it's someone's grandma. Like, I'm just, I'm not gonna do that. But at the same time, I very much believe in not only the experiences of people that I love, that they have felt strong senses of things, but I also just believe like energy cannot be created nor destroyed. We go somewhere. And I think that our energies can sometimes linger around a little bit. Like, I, I think I believe that. That's like much deeper than I ever am thinking about it. But I definitely would say that I lean much more towards the skeptic side, but I'm not a non-believer. It's not like I'm like, everyone's lying. It's not true. Absolutely not. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? No, and that's the thing. It's like, I would love to believe in that and I would love to have proof presented where I can't be skeptical. And I'm like, yes, absolutely, that's true. But that has yet to happen. One of my main things with this even is it's not them that are doing the ghost hunting this. I mean, like, yes, they are, but they're, it's there's a couple involved. And why are they doing this ghost hunting? Like, what's the purpose? Just to- Well, that's, I mean, funsies? that's pretty much what their channel has become. Oh, is, all like paranormal stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go to the conjuring house, but it involves this couple that claims that they're able to communicate with the other side on command. Like, you want to talk to someone? They'll do it right now. Period. My problem- <laughs> That seems legit. Well, let's look. Sam and Colby have 10.9 million subscribers. So right off the bat, you don't get to 10.9 million subscribers without being business oriented and like very much trying to get to 10.9 million subscribers. That's not something that just like happens because you guys are really relatable or something. So that's an important thing to note, I think. And they first became popular from Vine. So they're from your world. What? I don't remember them from Vine. They must have been late Vine. I mean... <laughs> How long did Vine even really exist? It was like three or four years. 2014. But, so yeah. but I was not active the last like year. I'm pretty sure they're from like Arkansas or something. And getting big on Vine was like what was going to be their break into the entertainment industry and stuff. And you don't think they could have made it on their own in Arkansas? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm saying what they said in an interview I watched. It was his birthplace, Kansas. I don't know. So somewhere like that. But um, <laughs> one of those. Sorry. No offense to anyone that lives in either of those places. I was um, going to say no offense to anyone who lives in the middle. <laughs> he was like, I, I'm, I'm the one that doesn't know anywhere besides California. So again, they have 10.9 million subscribers. They also were involved in the kidnapping prank. Which, do you want to yeah. watch it? No. Okay, we won't. <laughs> it was horrible. I feel like that was like troubling. Like, well, that's why people were really mad about it. Not just because yeah. it was traumatizing for people watching, but it was like, how could you do that to your best friend? Like make them think that you just got shot in front of them. Like that's absolutely so fucked up. And they very much played along. Like it was not a prank between all of them. Like that Sam really didn't know that it was happening and that it just brought them closer. Bro, the way I would disown any friend that did that shit to me, I would be like, you're the fucking weirdest person alive. Well, it's like, what's off limits then? So their like main demographic is definitely it veers younger. So when I heard that Sam and Colby were the ones that apparently have caught this like paranormal phenomenon, they have proof and it's like the most compelling proof ever. When I found out it was them, I kind of immediately was like, aren't those the guys that like faked their kidnapping and that like, it definitely wasn't like instantly just like guaranteed that this was gonna be for real for me. And I actually had someone send it to me to get my opinion because they were like, this seems kind of legit. Like, what do you think? Oh, so that's how it was reported at first. Like this is all real and they we can't believe they caught that on camera basically. Yeah, I mean, it's been up for a couple weeks now and I'll say right now, full disclosure, I'm not a like viewer of their content. Like this is the first video I've watched maybe ever of them besides like the kidnapping Jesus, thing. Jesus, how many did they do on The Conjuring? Like 50? This was like a, the ongoing series. But also important to look, look how many fucking views it has. 14 million, 13 million, 10 million. Like they are making so Hundreds much money on Hundreds of thousands this. of dollars. Millions probably Easily. by the end of this. Yeah. And they have merch and they like to act like this is all just like a, they're just trying to prove that you can communicate with the paranormal is just bullshit. Like, I mean, whether there's any aspects that they've encountered that are real or not, I'm not saying everything they do is fake, but come on. It was two weeks ago that it came out, it was 14 million views, and they've, I guess, gone to the Conjuring house before and had some weird experiences, and they wanted to go back because they, that was like one of the main things in all of their paranormal journeys that they haven't been able to explain at all, or like, discount is not being real. But they go, and there's this couple. Their names are Satori and Cody. And conveniently, they work for the Conjuring house, I guess. Nobody lives there? Is it like a museum of sorts? Yes. And you can like go visit it. When I had um, a friend send it to me and like ask my opinion, 
I was like, okay, I'll go into it with an open mind. By the end of it, I had a very long list of reasons why, and that weren't like straight up like, oh, this is what they did explaining how it's not real, but it was all of the context that I was like, all of this makes me not even remotely believe it because the events wouldn't have played out like they would have if this was how they presented it. First and foremost, my main like theory around it is that this couple claims that they can communicate with the paranormal or with the other side when there's not ever really been solid proof, especially on camera, of someone doing that. Well, and also they claim that they don't do this for money. This is like, basically they act like it's like a party trick. We'll get to the fact that they do make money off of this. If you didn't make money off of this and you weren't trying to like pander to people. Why the fuck would you agree to go in front of an audience of over 10 million people and reveal that you have this secret gift that no one else has? Do you know how valuable that would be to people? if you could just have immediate conversations with people that have died? Like, are you joking me? The thing is that I feel like there are a lot of psychics that advertise themselves as that. Although some have like rituals or things that will prompt them to connect with the other side or things like that. I've had several psychic readings, some that have been incredibly legitimate and told me everything that was gonna happen in my life and it did happen and that freaked me out. Can I just say it really quick what I was told sure. by a psychic? So I was told, I think I said this somewhere on the internet, I was told I was gonna have three kids, two of one gender, one of the other. So I only have two kids, but I did lose a baby that was a boy. So that's two boys, one girl. Then they told me that I was, they didn't say social media influencer, but he very much said, you are going to be almost like performing, like you're gonna be front and center and you're gonna be like the your own boss, you're gonna be running shit. And then they also said that me and Joy were gonna move to LA and just like very specific points of our life that did end up happening. Could you also consider the fact that they kind of plant those things and you even maybe subconsciously follow that? The gender thing, obviously that could be a coincidence, but no, because he also, so later on in life, because we stayed in touch with him, he was a friend of my stepdad's. Later on in life, my stepdad spoke to him when we were moving to LA and he was just like literally calling him out of the blue and just being like, hey, how's it going? And he told my stepdad, he goes, are you moving? And my stepdad was like, yeah, I am. He's like, I see the boxes in your house. And we hadn't told anyone. Like it was literally like in between our circle. We don't talk to him like that. Like he's just kind of like a distant family friend. And he knew that my stepdad was fucking moving. Like I think that there's certain people that have, I don't know, a greater touch with intuition, with vibes, energy. I don't know what it is. There is um something I saw one time that might've even been like in a book I was reading about back pain that talked about um how energy and memories and like certain stuff is stored in your cells. It was talking about some kind of experiment where they like took cells that were together and separated them and like had them driven like miles apart and they did something to one set of them. It might be very grossly remembering the wording and like terminology they used, but essentially it was that they separated them, they were miles apart and they did something to one group of them and the other group was still affected even though they were super far away. I feel like I'm always like, I'm for science, I'm for all that shit. I just feel like I also am a very, very intuitive person like in my own life. I'm a very spiritual person. I'm very connected. Like people think because I'm not religious, I'm not spiritual. I'm extremely spiritual and I'm very tapped into like the energies around me and it's why I don't like to be around a lot of people. Like I'm not an empath, okay? But I just like, I do absorb like I just feel the energies like very, very greatly, which is why I'm very like off put by so many people and I don't know why. And then I figure out why later. But I feel like people who are like that, like, you know that, like without a shadow of a doubt that like you can connect to other people's energies. Like if you tune into that part that we are all from something, we are all connected by something, like we're all here for a reason, right? Like literally I can feel everyone's energy around me. We all have it. If you've ever been around when someone passes away, it leaves like a light. It is like the vessel is there and that thing, that whole energy that kept you alive, that was every bit of you is just like gone. That can't just disappear. That should go somewhere. Well, and what I thought was so interesting was that this was talking from like a scientific perspective, but it connected to the more spiritual ideas that people have talked about. And by the way, I feel like this is kind of a controversial conversation because people might feel very strongly one way or the other that it's like, how dare you talk negatively about this or vice versa. But I don't know what's true. Don't know what's not. I mean, I don't know. I've always found that weird when people get upset about things like that, because again, I'm not necessarily like a skeptic, like I believe 
in a lot of this shit. And I would not get offended by someone being skeptical because it's something that like, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't like, all right, no skin off my back. Like, it's just like, who cares? I don't know. And I know for me, this skepticism usually comes from the fact that these are topics that so many people consistently try to exploit people and like make I was going to say of. they profit off of as well. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever seen that clip of the lady on the news that was talking to a psychic and said, can you help me find this little girl? And she's like, I see water. She's in water. She's coming back. But it was literally a picture of the news lady when she was younger. I'm going to show you something. Okay. Okay. Yes. Does this girl look familiar to yeah, you? Yes, she does. I work this case. This is a girl who you said was beaten and killed. Okay. This little girl is me. And you told somebody that she's dead. Wait a minute. You didn't disappear? I'm right here. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? And I'm like, oh God, that's embarrassing. And that's the epitome of why other people distrust stuff like this so much is because 9,999 out of 10,000 times, that's what the people are doing. They're not actually tapping into something. They're just bullshitting and trying to make money. So I didn't like first and foremost that this couple says that they don't do this for money because they don't do private readings for money. We only do this for people who cross our paths naturally and don't do it for money or anything like that. So just as what it is. They do, on the other hand, do conventions and seminars and sell merch and all this stuff. And it's like, you do do it for money though. So already that kind of was like, mm, okay, you don't do it for money, sure. Then also um, the fact that they worked for like the conjuring house. If there's two like genius paranormal communicators, you think they're gonna just work at with the conjuring house like it just seemed gimmicky like, a little honestly convenient. it's kind of yeah yes. for sure also i had heard rumors and i'm not sure if that's true or not but i had heard rumors that the people who own the conjuring house like never really wanted it to be sold for this type of purpose basically that they didn't want it to be some sort of spectacle i could be wrong about that i'm not totally sure and i'm not really familiar with the conjuring house so i'm definitely not an expert but even when i just googled it you can't like stay in the house but they do offer outdoor accommodations so you can do overnight investigations like the whole thing does feel very gimmicky. I also think it's convenient that not only are these genius paranormal communicators working with the Conjuring House, but also the girl, her dad, happens to be one of the main hosts of the show Ghost Hunters. Oh my God, that show is, I can't. Do you remember? Is that the one that Demi Lovato went on and sang for the ghost? <laughs> oh my God, is it? No, it was called Unidentified. Oh no, okay. Still classic. The show Ghost Hunters definitely isn't notorious for being like super legit and like bulletproof with their evidence about ghosts. You mean that they don't always capture a bunch of fucking shit every time they go just by chance? Well, it's funny because Crazy. then at the same time, this couple seems to just do it at like the drop of a hat whenever they want to. Should I show you what the thing is and then go yeah, into debunking? I want to see it. I'll skip past yes. like their explanation of what they're going to do. But it's this couple, Satori and Cody, and they claim that they discovered one day that if they link arms or like hold hands, basically, that together they seem to be able to have this energy that unlocks this ability to communicate. Can you reintroduce yourself? All right, well, I'm Satori Hawes. I'm Cody Despian. We're caretakers here at the Conjuring House, and uh, we also communicate with the other side, I guess you could say. In a very interesting way that we kind of found out by accident. Uh, so the first day we met, we were paired up with each other to investigate a, a private residence. We thought the place was really active. And then the next investigation we went on, the same activity, a lot of footsteps and banging sounds. And, and then um, the other team members were like, maybe it's something with you guys. You should go experiment. We found out that uh, eventually, over time, that when we hold hands or hold wrists, it's almost like flipping on a light switch and it kind of draws them in a little closer. So we're not mediums or anything. We can't sense anything. Whatever happens, everyone is here to witness. We can't control it. They're twitches. I love that. <laughs> Call Tia and Tamara. Oh my God. It's also like the psychic twins that they doodle in their notebook. That's what they do when they're trying to summon their psychic ability. When you have someone else to play off of, for some reason, people seem to believe it more. Their technique is so they're like linked, like they basically like grab each other's forearms. Then they like will list off the alphabet 
and the ghosts will make these tapping noises at whatever letter they get to. So then they can like spell out words or sentences. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, of course, because the ghosts seem so to So it's not even like, tap if you can hear me. It's like, no, no, they're going to tell you exactly like who they are. It's giving, have you ever done a Ouija board? Yes. I don't know but, if that's controversial, but I used to do Ouija boards at, like in high school, you know, we'd go to the park and it would be dark. And I don't know about my friends, but I low-key was pushing it and I was trying to pretend I wasn't. <laughs> And if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I'm dying because you uh, you so would. And honestly, what makes it even more like obvious that I was not mentally well is that I would convince myself that I was not pushing it. Like I absolutely was pushing it on purpose, but I would do so in a way where like, I don't know, you know, like if you don't think about your like extremity, it almost feels like it's not there. I don't know. I, whatever, I'm weird. But yeah, I definitely did that. I'm dying because this all, like, yes, this all tracks. Absolutely. <laughs> Which brings me back to my point earlier with like, most people that claim that they can communicate in some way with the other side, they aren't willing to say they can do it at any time. And they are also super like vague and there's a lot of conditions to it. For sure. It's not like, are you dead? Where did you, like, who killed you? Because if you could do that, do you not think that we would have solved a lot more murders and yeah. stuff? Like, even when you see people like uh, Teresa Caputo or something, like going into an entire group of people, I don't know, some people think she's, uh, you know, Long Island medium. They think she's a liar. The one with the really big hair, her hair has only gotten bigger over the years. It's very slay. But she goes into entire like audiences of people and she will ask someone and that's when people think she's like cold. You know what I mean? What do they say? Like cold reading or? It's more so like she is very in tune maybe with people's energy, but she uses that to then take advantage and manipulate people into thinking she can do more. But I do think she's had some legit moments like looking at it. Like I think maybe her gift is there and then it just needs to be done so often that maybe sometimes it's, you know, a little fabricated. But that being said, even then she very much like doesn't guarantee that she's going to be able to reach someone. And it's just like in a room full of people, maybe she'll get one reading, maybe she won't. I feel like if if you're not doing it that way and you're literally just saying you're on demand, like that's weird. Well, I'm just like, you think the government- Yeah, like you have like this infinite ability to tap There's into the There's a reason dead. Raven didn't tell everyone that she was psychic. I know, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, and again, they were willing to broadcast this to an audience of almost 11 million people. Seems dangerous if it's true and exploitative if it's not, which I'm leaning towards that one. They say that they're going to communicate with people, not only just like, on command, but specifically that people in this conjuring house that they like want to talk to Sam and Colby. That makes sense. And then there's Abigail Arnold. She lived here a long time ago and now helps protect people from negative entities. You said Abigail Arnold wanted to talk to Sam and I specifically? It's nothing to be worried about or concerned about. Abigail is a kind, kind soul. And I think you are going to realize that immediately when She's it's like freaking out right now, guys. I just think she wants to connect with you because she knows who you are and just maybe give you a little bit of assurance about her and them and John. And But it's, it's nothing to be afraid of. As if they're like familiar with their YouTube channel and their fans. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they were fans before they passed. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Totally. So that's their technique is they hold hands and Cody kind of like trances out a little bit and Satori does like a A, B, C and kind of like almost dances while she does it. Also, do you say we're trying to contact anybody specifically or someone wanted to come through and talk to us specifically or no? So we do a lot of sessions in the house, especially with Jacqueline and the session we did most recently, Abigail came through, Abigail Arnold, and she said that she wanted to talk to you guys so oh wow we're not really sure what she has to say yeah. so we expect her to come through who else we don't know all right so if anybody's here and you can hear my voice i'm going to connect with cody right now and wherever you are i'm going to ask you to come close to us and uh just stomp your feet or hit something as loud as you can so we know you're here okay so if you're around i'm standing here in this this living room area Can you come in here, please? I feel the vibration. Okay, if anybody's here, I'm gonna ask you to make that same noise you just made, maybe let's say four times, to let me know you can hear me. One. Two. Three, 
four. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Might be a bit exciting. So, I know. Okay, hold on a second. Can I ask for something first? Mm-hmm. Abigail, do you know who... Can you see me pointing? Do you know who this is? Mm -hmm. Can you tell us his name? A, B, C, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, a, B, C. Sam is the blonde one, and he is the one that was supposedly pranked, thinking that Colby had died. Always, well, like, the, the stomping? Yeah, so that's, so we usually Sherlock go through the alphabet, and we get full, full sentences sometimes, and she's we try have... She's trying to talk. She's trying to say something. <laughs> How many words? Okay, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, A, B, C. Can you hear the clicking? You mean the thing that sounded like someone going like tick on the camera? I'm not gonna say what it sounds like. What does it sound like? Well, I'll, I'll get to that when we're, <laughs> when we're done watching. Just someone tapping their foot. They say it's like a knocking and they claim that it comes from like different parts within the room, but obviously as the viewer, you aren't able to discern that. Like it sounds pretty much the same, but. D, E, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, People, A, C, C, D, E, F, G, H. This lady filming it on the couch also works for the Contrary House. Oh, I was gonna say, what? that's giving my mom. Why does she have the flash on recording like that? Literally, I'm like, okay. E, here, there are people here, not living people. Okay, do you know if they're from the house? One for yes, two for no? No, are they new? Okay, how many people? Okay. Five, six. Are they, are they with people that might be here tonight, living people? Wait, wait, wait. So basically they're trying to say that not people that like haunt the conjuring house, but like people that are associated with Sam and Colby have come to the conjuring house to communicate with them. Well, to be fair, I think they can go fucking anywhere. It's not like they have to drive. But there's a few things that are irking me about this. Number one, I feel like although, again, I'm a believer in being able to communicate at some points with you know, people who have passed. I also do not believe it's this immediate. I do not believe that you can very quickly recite the alphabet and in real time they are telling you, okay, this, 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 this. like, I feel like there is a break in our worlds, like the spiritual world and our world that there is like some delay there, bitch. Like they're that quick. Like they're, they're like, like that doesn't I make mean, any fucking sense. time is a construct. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't seem like it's that streamlined. Like, why do you have like fucking like the best Wi-Fi to the death? world or whatever the fuck like that doesn't make any sense i'm gonna be honest and if this gets me canceled it is what it is they are complete shams like they are absolutely there is oh, well, no I mean, I'll genuineness prove to, you later to them they are okay period because they are so not genuine like everything about them the guy is staring like if they're having their like first dance at their wedding and he really doesn't love her like that's like he's just like sitting there like why am I here? And then she, she just gives me very strange vibes. On top of the fact that they're both not very genuine, it doesn't feel their energy. I'm not vibing with it. They are gonna fuck around and find out. You don't fuck around with this shit. What are you doing? Like the fact that they're like faking this for money is like, oh, you guys are gonna be like possessed. <laughs> like I literally feel like this is scary. I feel like they underestimated how many people were gonna watch this and how many people were gonna pick apart every single second of it. Yeah, and listen, I'm not here to say that Shane Dawson necessarily did a good job with his horror like documentaries, but they could have taken at least a small page and pasted some music somewhere. It, it's very like, it's so awkward to watch. I'm pretty sure they tease that this is unedited to make it feel more legit. Oh, understood. Well, it's awkward. <laughs> Do I believe that Cody and Satori are really communicating with it? Not for two fucking seconds. I think that is absolute bullshit for a laundry list of reasons that we'll continue to go through. But the question is, do Sam and Colby know that they're frauds or do they believe them? 
Understood. I did, and I don't want to like sound dumb. I did get chills watching this. Like, like you know, when your hairs stand up on your, you know, like goosebumps. I did get that, but I think it was like the house. Like looking at the house creeped me out or something, and it gave me goosebumps. So like something is eerie about that space. But it ain't those two. I'll tell you that. Well, and I think even the first time I was watching it, I was like, kind of like invested, like, okay, what are they going to do? And as you see this first thing, like Sam's reaction, again, if he's acting, like, eh, I wouldn't give him an Oscar for that. Oh, no, we haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, okay. It's to the point that I'm like, sir, you should actually just pursue acting then. You're, you're, this is pretty good. So, continuing. Can we have a name of one person to start? Okay. Ready? A. B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, L. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. Fast forward a little bit. A, B, C, D, E. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Okay, does this make sense for you? Do you need a break? Yeah. Okay. Can we take a quick break real quick? Can they stay on? I just want to point out that she just asked the um, ghost if they could take a break. <laughs> Stop, Lily. <laughs> Come on. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Okay, stay right there. Do you want me to bring you something? Oh my fuck. What? Who is it? Libby Goldwalk. Your grandma? This is my grandma. Oh, no way. <laughs> the one that said onward and upward, that started a fucking... Everything. Everything. Do you want me to get you tissues or something? Sure. Do you have tissues? Oh, fuck, dude. I... Oh, my God. Sam goes on to explain that there's no possible way they could have known that Libby apparently is his grandma's nickname. That no one knows. You'd have to be in his family to know that. No way in fucking hell they know anything. No. That's not her real name. That's her nickname. No one in my family, no one besides my family would ever tell anybody like that. What the fuck? But a very quick Google search shows that it's public knowledge it's in her obituary or something oh shit really okay because i was gonna say if it was wikipedia could have been act like added after the fact no 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 no. it's like things that existed beforehand i'm not saying that necessarily sam and colby are in on it maybe even at this time like sam didn't know that you could google and find that out and they like caught him off guard with it i could see multiple things happening including i could see him not knowing that that information was online and like genuinely believing it wasn't people report on you and talk about things all the time or things happen that you don't know about. Yeah, I definitely see why people now are having like commentary on whether or not this is real. Cause if it is faking, yeah, he is good at acting. Like that yeah. seems like a genuine emotional response. One of the interesting parts is that then they make them go outside and do their gift out there as well. Again, when it's on camera, the vicinity and like places where the noise is coming from, we can't tell. I'll tell you now what it sounds like. <laughs> Do you not think it sounds kind of reminiscent of like a bone pop or a crack? It's like a deep pop, not like a crack your fingers kind of pop. Sounds like, like if I'm like tapping my nail on cardboard or something, it's like, I don't hear bone cracking. It's yeah. not like a bone crack though, it's more like a socket pop situation. I guess I'm more familiar with I know, I was like, Lily, not all of our sockets all just of my bones out. move around. But to me, as soon as I saw someone else point that out, which could be someone else's opinion influencing me, whatever. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's exactly what it sounds like. Absolutely. But what do you mean? Like, Is it the cameraman? Is it them just going? Well, so people have pointed out, specifically, there are these women named the Fox sisters from the 1800s. And they did this whole like fake communicating with the paranormal. And they had this whole ruse where they tricked people and made all this money by claiming that they were doing the exact same thing and they were actually like cracking like toes or like- Oh, I could crack my toes like an infinite amount of times. Exactly. There are people that can do things that you wouldn't think are possible because you can't do them. But like, I assure you there are people out there that can endlessly pop certain joints. What's actually popping is not what pops for m normal people. Then keeping in mind that the, the way they do it is they kind of like brace themselves against each other and he never says anything. And and he just kind of zones out. To me, very much 
would make sense that he's kind of like focused on like, I need to pop as soon as she says this letter because this is the story we need to get across. People have like tried to zoom in and look and I've seen people zoom in on stuff that I didn't think actually proved anything, but I will point out that look at what they're wearing. Basically he has like really loose shorts on. I'm not gonna say like, yes, it's 100% he is popping his toe. It honestly could be multiple things and that is why it Wait, sounds Wait, but what like were you insinuating by the shorts thing? Because he could be popping his knee and he's bracing okay, against okay. her because he's like having to press against the floor and make the pop happen. Back to the Fox sisters. Basically, that's like a historic example of people that faked it and people like really thought it was so legit and you couldn't debunk it because it seemed so real. But they later admitted that it was complete bullshit. So that's been the main example that people are like sourcing. Fun fact also, by the way, they claim that they can only do this together. But recently someone found a video from 11 years ago of Cody conveniently doing this technique by himself. Um, get, heard some knocking in this room. Um, so let's see if we can get in contact with somebody here. Okay. Yeah, that would be a little unnerving. So uh, there's a couple tools on the bed. Uh, right now we have a, uh, a K2, K2 meter out here, um, an EVP recorder, and a flashlight. Now um, I'm also going to turn my flashlight on over here. If anyone's here, we just want to know if uh, you can communicate with us. Maybe we can help you out if you want to talk to somebody. So just give us a sign of your presence. Is that in here? I believe it was. It was either in here or over there. If that was you, could you do that again, please? Ooh. I hope the camera's picking up. We're hearing a couple knocks right now. I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. It almost sounds in this area. Can you knock once for us? That'll definitely let us know that you're here. Leave that was the floor. That wasn't that, the floor. That was a knock. Oh my God, because he's the popper. Uh-huh. And they both also made appearances on Ghost Hunters. Here is a video that someone posted that Sam and Colby aren't going to be happy about this one. And they zoom in on Cody's fucking leg and you can see it flexing as soon as no, the stop. tap happens. And I was like, I knew it. Q-R-S-T. A-B-Q-R-S-T. You see that muscle flex? A-B-Q-R-S-T. There's a little, you can see is something flex. I mean, I guess a little. Oh my God, this was the most compelling one for me because I don't know if you just can't see it because I'm sharing the screen, but like. No, no, I see it flexing, but that would probably be his toe then, right? Yeah. Or ankle and look at how his, toe, and how his foot's positioned. What my theory is, is that he can probably do it with multiple joints, which would make it sound yeah. like it's coming from different places. Even just like his body language of like holding out his finger, like he's waiting for that letter exactly. that he knows is coming. So I definitely believe it. I just like, it's not like he's like super obvious about it he's pretty good at like being low-key about it he's had sure. years to perfect it for sure and no one has really caught it but again i'm like well that's what you get when you try and get a bunch of new fame on this fucking youtube channel and they're filming everything you're gonna maybe make some mistakes this clip alone i was already convinced that that was probably what they were doing but this clip i was like yep Checks out, absolutely. It's not a coincidence for me. The thing that makes it more complicated is how much Sam and Colby profited off of this. It, it does make it hard to just be so sure and just say, oh, of course they're not lying. Like he had a very emotional response. But when you're making nearly a million dollars or quite possibly a million dollars off of just a four part series of something. Yeah it makes it hard to be like, oh yeah, like the motives are all clean. Like you just went in wanting to believe it. Maybe they're just people that naturally believe in it. So then you kind of like look for signs that aren't there yeah. type of thing. That happens a lot too, like that confirmation bias. But I just feel like I would react very similarly if someone said my grandmother's name. It's the fact that they also though, like afterwards do try and debunk it and they like go back the next day. It's not like a one-off situation, which then I would believe more towards like, maybe they didn't know. But the fact that it's continuous and that they have debunked it, they don't really investigate the whole Fox sisters thing as much as they should have. And it's not necessarily the same technique, but like explore the possibility of something like that being what they're doing. If you're coming back and revisiting it, I feel like 
you would have already seen all of these theories and all this shit. Maybe they just, again, really want to believe that these two are legit, but I just feel there's no way they could actually believe that at this point. Not to mention then when you bring up the, the prank. Even though he was emotional during that prank, like everyone was sure they were full of shit. Well, because you're like, you wouldn't do that. Like what kind of person would do that to their best friend? He had to be in on it. Everyone was just like, okay, this is unhinged, but you guys are still weird for faking this. Like that I feel at the time was the overwhelming sentiment. If that's true and they were faking that, then like you pointed out in the beginning, I absolutely believe that he's capable of faking that emotion as well. There's a lot of factors that play into it that I think one, the audience that they've cultivated maybe wasn't around for that even because I think their audience is pretty young and that was several years ago. They also shifted their content away from pranks into more paranormal stuff. So they've garnered this audience that does want to believe in paranormal activity. And like when they see something that seems like such clear proof, it's easy for them to be like, Finally, we see it. Yeah, I think that at this point, if they're revisiting it, they're still co-signing these two in particular. I have questions about the authenticity of their motives as well and if they're in on it because there ain't no way they believe it at this point. I'll film an update if the video comes out, but I know that they are planning on addressing it like with Satori oh, and Cody. No, without them. I was like, something also tells me that they're not about to like expose this couple for being frauds on their YouTube channels. Like that makes me think that they are in on it because they want people to believe it too. And it's another video with millions and millions of views. Exactly. So. I was like, because if it wasn't true, I don't think it would necessarily hurt them to reveal that they got one pulled over on them. I think that people would feel bad for them and be like, oh, that sucks. You really wanted to believe that this was true and it wasn't. I feel like they're all in on it, but I don't want to be insensitive too because I know that Colby or Sam, whichever one he was, sorry, he seemed distraught. So I don't want to be a bitch either. But yeah. at the same time, I'm smelling fish, if you know what I'm saying. Well, that's, <laughs> I watched it the first time and I was like, oh shit. And then the more I thought, I was like, yeah. but this and this and this yeah. and this like yeah. it was like too many okay, holes no like in I, their it's shocking story. and i think that that's they benefit off people wanting to believe that it's true people being young and naive and not really exploring the more common sense aspects of it this isn't just like a side hobby for them and even if it was again raven doesn't tell everyone she's a psychic because there are reasons yeah. there's one other clip unrelated to cody and story that people have found from the conjuring videos where there's like a head that pops up in the background. And while I will say it's like creepy looking, I guess, I think that there, it's very likely that it could have been like a producer or like someone that was just like, shit, I'm on camera. And they just like pop in and pop out. I just, that, I'm like, yeah, that looks creepy, but like, I feel like it was someone that fucked up and walked into the frame. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems that way. But then also, isn't the Conjuring house for real haunted? Like, isn't it? Isn't that the whole thing? The, what the family went through? I mean, supposedly, but I, again, like, is so. there on camera proof? Like, that's what seems to, like, how many years have people been investigating paranormal activity? And when has there ever been like, just like definite, irrefutable proof that it's not edited or it's not like they set it up or like I know. feel like I see it all the time like there's people who even like random social media influencers will like film something and then they'll be like and then their following will be like what the fuck is that behind you and it's like a super creepy thing that happens like not that far apart I think that that's a technique that they specifically leave stuff in for people to find because they know people come through the footage and then uh, them not pointing well, it out maybe makes here, it seem yes, more legit but I'm, like, if someone else points people. it out because they're like oh, I didn't see that no I don't agree I don't think that uh, maybe them maybe this yes is faked but I think that a lot of people have captured weird shit in pictures and videos and like it's legit. I do think there's like, there's instances that. like that I've seen where it's like not a paranormal investigator it's someone just like that uploads vlogs and like they never after that's so what i'm saying those yeah. i believe this like on a paranormal channel i think that's a technique no no i'm saying do. a regular ass like influencer oh, no, no. That, who's like that i'm much someone like i'm much more likely to believe that than i am something where it's like the paranormal investigators didn't notice in their footage if it's yeah, someone like it that's happening like, in the perfect place at the perfect time yes, exactly when you want it to. i've seen like, ones where yeah, it's like someone documents like they're hiking and it's like no paranormal stuff ever and then there's one and they never even touch it again that, it's weird. There's something creepy there. This, 
Eh. Well, uh, thank you for explaining that to me. I now understand the Sam and Colby situation everybody's been asking us to cover. So there it is. Yeah, and I'm actually very curious about everyone's thoughts on the whole situation, whether you think Cody and Story are somehow not faking this, whether you think Sam and Colby are in on it, like just your thoughts about everything please leave them in the comments below. But anyway, that is all that we have for you guys today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. If you made it to the end, as always, we very much appreciate you and we will see you on Friday. Bye. Yes. <laughs>